Thank you for tuning in to Shop Small ILM, where we showcase locally owned businesses from the Cape Fear area. And hopefully in the process, we get a lot of information that you can use to better your small businesses by talking to successful locally owned businesses about their challenges and struggles and their successes. So if you like what you hear, make sure you go over and hit the subscribe button so you automatically get this podcast every time it drops. small ILM fans. Today on the show we feature a local business that has been building websites for over 23 years. Please welcome Sue Rashnock, the owner of Design Interventions, to the podcast. Sue, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks so much for having me, Brooke. This is such a great idea. I'm excited to talk to you today. So we'll jump right in and uh, Sue, tell us about your background. You've got an interesting story. So if you don't mind sharing that with us and kind of how you even got into the website business. Okay. Well, um, I was in television for years behind the scenes. I did everything from everything behind the scenes, running camera, writing, producing, directing. And I ended up here uh, on, on a lark. I applied for a job and got one after I'd been in another big city for years. And um, then uh, I'll be honest with you. I had my son, my second child. And I said, all right, I'm done. When you work in television news, you work holidays, you work tragedies. It's, a lot, right? it's yeah. yeah. And then when you get into management, it's um, y- y- babysitting. Uh, you know, if they can't make it, you got to show up. You might be able to relate to that yeah. as far as filling in for people. Um, a lot of training, and so pretty much it was time for me to do something else. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started learning website design, and I truly picked it up in a book. And uh, then moved forward from there. It's very similar to t- TV production because you take words and pictures and you put them on a screen to sell a product. Mm-hmm. And so um, I figured I would start doing it on my own. And that's how that happened. Okay. Were you nervous to kind of start your own business or was that the goal to start with? It was not a goal at all. Okay. My goal was to just keep doing something mm-hmm. and maybe make money. But back then... It was the infancy of web design. So even if I wanted to go work in a web design company, there right. weren't any. Okay. So when I started ours, it really was, I'll tell you what happened. My, as my children grew, I was on the sidelines, I was on the PTA with business owners like you. And they heard about websites and they yeah. heard there was such a thing. Right. They didn't know what it was. And they're like, could you do this for us? And some of those people are still my clients today. Wow. So, um, yeah. And so it kind of morphed. It, it, looking back, it morphed mm-hmm. on its own. Um, but uh, there was no intent to have a business. It okay. just was successful. Yeah. That sounds really weird to say about your own <laughs> business. Good. That's good. You've got a lot to be proud of. Yeah, I do. So, so tell us about design interventions specifically and what you guys do. Uh, well, we started out as web designers. I, I used to design websites. I used to code. And then I started hiring people. And now, and then we turned into a web design, design company. Okay. And then over the years, as I grew, I kept studying and learning new things. And recently, not too recently, became Story Brand Certified Guide, which is more about branding mm-hmm. a company and not necessarily their website. Okay. So we're still website focused because okay. it's our expertise. But when a client comes into us now, we'll take them through the whole story brand process and we'll help them set up 
um, br their brand. We, we do what's called a one-liner and we do a brand script and we figure out the, who their target clients are and we really focus on those needs of those clients. And then we turn that into their website. But there's also um, a lot of marketing collateral that goes along with it, as, as you know, like uh, drip campaigns and uh, funnels and things that you have to keep doing, uh, social media. We have people, they're not necessarily my people, but we have highly recommended people who we use for those services. Okay. Um, they're also story brand guides. Okay. So, so being, I know that being story brand certified is huge. It's a big deal. Um, can you just share just a, a small bit about what that means yeah. to someone maybe that doesn't know? That doesn't mean anything to somebody because it's exactly what we're telling people not to do. Um, when you have a business, sometimes you are so um, involved in the weeds in the day-to-day -day, that you know your jargon, you know how things run, mm -hmm. but you're not able to talk about it in words that people who are looking for you are using. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now about story brand. I'm using terms that people out there don't know right. what I'm talking about. So we create story because story makes sense of words. People will understand words when they're presented in a story. And what happens is um, your brain will shut down if it gets confused. So your brain's got two functions, although it sounds like three, it's really two. One is to thrive and survive. That's just one. And then the other one is um, to re to uh, save calories. And if you confuse your brain, it shuts down because it's uh, expending calories and it's no longer thriving and surviving. So in order to get your message across, you really need to say it, uh, you, you need to not confuse. You need to tell a succinct story um, and, and story is the way of, of making sense of it. And so that's one of the things that StoryBrand does. But above and beyond that, when we write copy, copy is text. When we write copy for a website or for a brand script, which is a script of, of how you're going to uh, market your brand, mm -hmm. um, then uh, we write it to solve your customer's problem. Your business is not the hero. Your customer is the hero. And your business is the guide that leads the customer to solve the problem. And an example of that is if somebody comes, I'll use you for an example. If somebody comes to Google's and you come up, they've got a problem. It's either they need heating, they need electrical, they need air conditioning. And then what we would write for you is that we not only solve your air conditioning problem, but we dig deeper than that. Um, sure, they're hot. Sure, um, they're uncomfortable, but it might get down to they're embarrassed. We dig very deep to get to the root cause of the problem. And then we talk about how you're the guide to lead them through that problem. And we don't say, you know, you've been in business for 20 years or whatever it is. The usual lines, mm -hmm. yeah. You yeah. know, we don't say, um, we bring you heat. We say, you know, it's not right, we understand. Mm -hmm. And then we lead them to solve the problem and take action. Right, simplify everything for the customer. Exactly. Very cool. Very and keep, cool. them, keep solving their problem. When you yeah. stop talking about their problem, they stop listening. Yeah. When you start this stuff, like we have these kind of air conditioners and these kind of heaters and this, our electricians done this, they don't care. They want to know what you're going to do for them. Like I'll be there. We, we're there quickly. Our guys are uniformed. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we show up on time. Yeah. We don't litter your yard. Yep. 
Those are important things. That's what people remember. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, um, you mentioned um, also including, you know, emails, these drip campaigns. Um, How important is that to your clients as well? And you said you can help them with that too, right? Absolutely. That is the means of making money (laughs) through marketing. And I don't even consider a website a marketing tool. I consider it a sales tool. Mm -hmm. And all of those other elements of your online marketing, your email campaigns, your, which we call a drip campaign or a funnel campaign, but they're emails that you send out. And yes, people do open them. And yes, they really do work. Um, they uh, send them back to something that you want them to do, mm-hmm. whether it's your website, whether it's a blog. Your blog is important too. Um, it should address solving people's problems mm-hmm. and then lead them somewhere else. Your social media should be the same. Whatever you choose should be for the target audience that you have, but the social media should lead them to a, a destination, not every time, but um, if you're in, a, in an ideal world, mm-hmm. all of your elements are working together. So you yeah. post a blog about something that's coming up that's really important to bring people in, and then you do your email blasts that coincide with that, but so does your social, and then you, know, you tie it all together and lead them to uh, sign up, make an appointment, whatever it is you want them to do. Book yeah. now. Book now. Awesome. So who is your um, ideal client, I guess? I mean, I'm sure you've been asked that a million times, but do you make websites specifically for home services or restaurants? Or, or who who is your client? When um, we started out, we started with restaurant websites. Um, be- I don't know why they became our thing, but yeah. we do a lot of Wilmington restaurant websites. We do a lot of them. And um, we've kind of got that figured out, and we give them a great deal. We have great photos. We put their menus up there, and people photos make it. Yeah, Yeah. photos are good. Uh, My photographer, he does such a great job um, in taking photos. He's an artist who has a camera, Um, and so that those that's really important. Um, But I don't mean this as a joke, but it's not our bread and butter anymore. (laughs) No pun intended. What we focus on now are businesses that have a hard time talking about themselves Mm -hmm. so that we can put the words in their mouth to make explain what they really do. Mm -hmm. A good example is a fractional CFO. Like what in the world is that? And and he's already gotten clients from his website. It's been live for about a month. I I know we were celebrating. My team was just going crazy, crazy. What? (laughs) Within one week, he already had a client. It was like, ah, Um, attorneys. We're big with attorneys. Um, I think they used to not be able to advertise. They can have websites, and they've all got niches. And um, I never know how to say that word. Niche, niche, niche. Tomato, tomato. Mm. But um, like today, I've actually met with um, a new client who's a real estate attorney, and she was saying that um, her target client is not a homeowner. It's a realtor. Because realtors bring her back over and over again, and builders. Uh, yeah. So the website will target realtors. I mean, it'll mention homeowners. Um, we do a lot of tradespeople um, because we can write for them, like a remodeler. It's not that he does tiling and, and floors. He makes you love your home again. So, um, you know, those guys, we put the words in their mouth and and, and they've been flying. Or sometimes people like, we just did a cabinet guy, and he really wanted a, a portfolio. 
So if people, because he does a lot of different styles of cabinets and he doesn't want to get pigeonholed because he's working for a specific architect or, um, or builder. He wants to open up to anybody who wants him. Um, we do, we do a lot of trades. We're doing a painting company right now. Um, we're doing like two remodelers. We're doing a restoration company. Yeah, I guess we're pretty broad. What I would love to do is narrow it down. Um, one of the targets that we're aiming for is managed IT mm. because their world is changing and people's business owners need managed IT more than they used to. It used to be your IT guy plugged in your computer and lo- uploaded Microsoft. Yeah. And uh, if something died, they'd come in and fix it. Well, now it's your system is reliant on your your technology. And so if your business changes, your IT has to be the latest and the greatest. And you have to have somebody on board who is fresh and new and knows all about that. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for the for the business owner to realize the difference in the caliber of the IT company, um, because they are no longer somebody who just plugs in your computer. They are an integral part of your business. So um, we're trying to get that message out. I'm meeting okay. with people from around the country who do that. So what about retail? Are you able to offer oh, yeah. some online shopping for mm. retailers? Yeah, we do that. Uh, that is uh, actually getting easier and easier for the business owner to do because um, uh, POS systems are becoming easier to integrate with. It used to be a big deal, and now it's nothing. You, they can do it on PayPal or Square. Yeah, uh, A lot of them are using um, Shopify because it integrates okay. with their inventory. Okay. But, um, yeah, we do all kinds of retail stores. We did a clothing store, uh, all kinds, any kind of retail we we want. But what I'm seeing now is they're having a problem with getting people into their stores Mm -hmm. because the trend is it's happening. People no longer want to deal with a person to buy a product. They want to just investigate it themselves. Mm -hmm. Look, do you ever hear Marcus Sheridan? Yeah. They ask you answer. And um, he's saying, I think the number is 80% of people would rather have a non-human experience. And most of the research they do, they want to do on their own, even if they do have to talk to somebody, they know what they want before they walk in the store. And so um, the job of the website then is to have all that information on there so that you can educate the person who not only gets educated, but feels really good about the fact that he found it out himself. Right. And, and made the purchase. Made the, knew exactly what, bought the best, yeah. got the best deal. And um, so that's hurting retail. Okay. So what's happening is retail now has to counteract that by also offering the same things only um, then selling their own product at the end. Because people want to buy online. Yeah, it's convenient. It's quick, it's convenient for the most part. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. You can send something back. You can send something back to Thailand and uh, and they'll take it, you know. (laughs) Right, right. Um, Over your years of working with different types of clients and, and working through different websites, what are some of the most common, I guess, maybe mistakes or, um, things that people are doing on their website that's maybe actually hurting them instead of helping? Um, One of the big mistakes is writing about yourself. Mm. You know, uh, when I do, uh, we do like a two-hour onboarding interview with people, and we ask them a lot about 
themselves, mm -hmm. but mostly how it affects their clients. Yeah. And um, the last thing you want to do is talk about yourself. That It's the worst. You don't want to have a lot of words. Um, sadly, we are very happy here in the U.S. to have a seventh grade reading level. We're, we're okay with it. We, we, are, we are there, and we're okay with it. People don't want to read. So a lot of words are, are bad on a website, but you need words. It, so what you have to have is good words. Mm -hmm. And so um, if you have the good words, it can lead people to actually take the action that you want them to take. Mm -hmm. um, so too many words is bad. People glaze over. Yeah. And... Um, I was a firm believer in um, local pictures, local photographs, and I still am a really strong believer in taking pictures of the staff at work and, the, and headshots of the people yeah. and showing them doing things at, at their job, not necessarily at the office, but like for you, it would be on a heating element. Um, but um, I'm, I'm becoming more okay with clip art. Um, because it can tell a good story. Yeah. And with StoryBrand, you want to tell the story of success. So if I can show a business owner with their hands up in the air, standing in their store with fruit baskets all around them, <laughs> I can't recreate that in a photograph uh, for what is usually on budget. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm able to accept more of, of, of that, although I do pepper it with as many local pictures as we can you know, generate. And you can set all that up for people too. Like I, so I despise stock photography for anything that we do. And so I have a photographer that goes out and is constantly taking photos of jobs. Our folks in the office, outside in the field, because I just can't stand stock photography. I don't want this stock photography house to also be on my website and ten other heating and air companies in town. So or on a dental billboard. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. So. Um, you know, if someone comes to you for a website and for some social media and all this other, can you help them line them up with a photographer, stage everything to get to get photographs for this too? Mm -hmm. Okay, we do that all the time, and um, most often they want to be in charge of that, yeah. and that's okay yeah. um, because I trust my photographer enough to know that he'll come back with a good product. Yeah. And that's his expertise. We meet and go through what we want to, not just what pictures we want to take, but what we want to show, what, why we're taking the picture. Mm -hmm. And um, so, like, really, we did this really cool thing. It's a catering kitchen okay. facility up uh, in Castle Haynes. So it's, like, right up here. It's really cool what they offer. They, they've been in the, in the kitchen uh, restaurant world for many different ways, cooking, kitchens, layout, designs, architects, all of the things. So now they have these kitchens. They have three kitchens set up, and they have locked storage for the guys' food. This is for food trucks. They come in and use the kitchens. Oh, a commissary kitchen. Commissary yeah, kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even say that first. Yeah, it's a commissary kitchen. So when we went to take the pictures, I said to or my photographer, your pictures are going to have words all over them, so just sorry because he takes beautiful photographs. Yeah. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna mouse over. So when you go look at that kitchen, you see that there's a double oven in this kitchen and the triple sink. And so even though the photograph is really um, an image of the room, it's integrated into the purpose of the website. Okay. It's become a graphic element in the website to explain what the 
commissary kitchen does. And maybe food trucks that are looking for one, they can see what exactly the setup is. Exactly what they yeah. get. They yeah. see they see the backyard where they can plug in their water. They see the um, where they can throw their grease down the drain. They've got to not drown the drain down a thing, a bin. Uh -huh. They've got all that. And we've got a photograph of just a garbage can. Okay. <laughs> you know, but if you're a food truck owner, you know that if you're dumping that down a drain somewhere, it's illegal. Yeah. Yep. And you know where it should be going. Right. So, um, yeah. So sometimes the pictures, even though we have them, they're not for beauty. Mm -hmm. They're, they're utility. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, can you share with us maybe some challenges you've had over the years being in business? And the marketing world in general is ever changing. So do you mind sharing some of the struggles maybe you've had over the years? Struggles I've had over the years. Um, let's see. Probably the biggest struggle is growth. Mm -hmm. And we're going through that right now. Um, StoryBrand's really kicking in. And um, so I'm. Uh, my challenge is the ability to hire quality people. I can't hire somebody who doesn't deliver the caliber of our expectations. Sure. It's uh, a challenge to find uh, quality people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time, the people I hire I, are not full-time for me because like a photographer, I don't have enough work for him to work 40 hours a week. Sure. Yeah. Or writers, I have many writers, but they're all, um, specialist mm -hmm. one's medical one, they've all got their things so I don't have yeah it, well then I get the cream of the crop yeah. um, finding them who aren't tied to a 40-hour job yeah. Um, Can yeah and then their motivation so that that's kind of my biggest thing okay. um, and we really we're a pretty good team I've got like a apprenticeship type thing going on where okay. people are learning yeah. Uh, with the team, they're hanging out in the same chats with everybody so they know what terms mean and how to morph and how to do things and systems, what systems we use. And then periodically I'll bring in an, another expert so, to work, and they're like, wow, you do that totally different. Let's pick your brain. They learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's been constant growth. I think... Um, that's probably my biggest challenge. I, I know I've had challenges over the years that I don't, yeah. I, I've gotten through them and probably grown from them, but I don't, I don't well, I recall. I think a lot of people can relate to that because right now it doesn't matter what industry you're in, finding quality folks to, to join your team and, and keep those high standards is, is hard for all of us right now. So mm -hmm. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. So we ask everybody, what is a piece of advice you would give a new or aspiring business owner? Something I didn't learn till I was in business for a long time is um, get advice. Uh, seek out advice. Seek out knowledge. Constantly study. I'm constantly going to classes. Yeah. I'm constantly learning. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to experts in my field. I'm going to um, conferences and it's not only to get better, but then you feel confident in what you do and you feel like you've got the cutting edge. You're, you're on, the, on the, um, the winning edge. But a lot of times new business owners mm -hmm. think they know it all. Yeah. And they, 
and maybe that's why they be got into business because they do know something very well. But what I and I probably was like that. I don't know how I was. What I learned over the years is the more I seek advice, the better I am in all aspects of my business. I like that. That's very good advice. And I think anybody that's starting. I mean, Devin and I talk about this all the time. You know, we were naive when we started this business and you get into it and you start getting asked different questions. Do I want to be an S-Corp or an LLC? Well, what does that mean? You know, there's so much more to it. You're an expert maybe in your field, but business ownership is a whole nother animal. So I think that's great advice to constantly be learning, even if you've been doing this for 15, 20 years, things are ever changing. And uh, like when you start out, you think you have it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. Yep, this is it. Yeah. You know, screw the man, whatever the thing is. But now, all of a sudden, people do ask you questions. And, and you know, they say, fake it till you make it. Well, there's questions you, you can't. Right, it's not good. It's that could be expensive. <laughs> You, you need to know, yeah. you need to have a grip on yeah. all of the things. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's no matter what journey you, you take, the more you know, the more you know, and the more confident you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the more you can help your clients get to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Great advice. Well, Sue, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you. Uh, this was a lot of fun. So Uh, Listeners, if you're looking for a valuable edge and instant credibility, please reach out to Sue Rashnot with Design Interventions and start crafting the best web page possible for your small business. Take your online marketing and branding to the next level with Design Interventions. Thanks for joining us on Shop Small ILM, powered by Salt Air Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe so you get updated when new episodes are released.